0: Hello, and welcome to episode four of Heart and Hand podcast with me, Johanna. It's January 25th, 2020, and it feels like the month is never going to end. It's that time of year. We are in the middle of winter here in Nova Scotia. And we've had quite a bit of snow over the last few weeks, which has been really fun for the kids and for us, too, because I am a person who loves snow. I think if it's going to be winter, then we might as well have snow to play in. So that has been really great. We have been getting out and doing some winter activities, which in previous years we weren't able to do because there was no snow. Um, I've been snowshoeing, and the kids have been sledding. I've taken them to some local sledding hills at least three or four times, which is great. And hopefully we will get out for a skate on a pond at some point, because I think that's so quintessentially Canadian to go skating on a pond. So that is sort of on my winter bucket list. Um, today I wanted to do a little chat about um, mindless, mindless scrolling on social media. And this has just been a thing that I have been very um, mindful about lately. I've also been um, guilty of doing it, and that is um, mindless scrolling. There are some days where all I want to do is get into my pajamas, get into bed at the end of a day and look on my phone at mostly Instagram, I'll be honest, um, and scroll. So I am a visual learner. I'm also auditory, which I mentioned before, but visual is a big thing for me. I am a photographer and an artist. So I love Instagram in the sense that it's all photos, and because I'm a photographer, I love being able to see other photographers work. At the same time, it's sort of a double-edged sword because as a photographer, you can compare yourself when you're looking at other people's work all the time. And um, it causes me to sort of have that comparison um, complex where, you know, I don't feel good enough. So there's that. Um, So I say that I love Instagram, but I also do feel very, um, I do feel negative about it sometimes. And, um, I've talked about this with friends. So this week I went out for coffee with some other photographer friends, which was really lovely. Um, we are friends on social media, but we have made a little sort of pact together that we would like to see each other face to face and hopefully start on some creative projects together at some point. And yeah, we were talking a lot about social media and... It was just really interesting to see how we were all very open about our feelings about it and how it's not always such a great place to spend your time or to give your attention to. Um, so, yeah, I would say, you know, I use it as a tool and I do see some value in it for sure, especially if you are running a small business or you are a creative person who wants to get your work out there. Uh, but I also can see it as, you know, a negative place. And one of the things I've really been being um, mindful about lately is that social media and smartphones are designed, you know, by, um, by techno- technology designers to be addictive. And if you have any kind of addictive personality traits, or maybe you don't, um, watch out though, because it they are meant to be addictive. So um, another friend was saying, you know, that taking technology away from a child, so say you've given your child um, a cell phone to play with, or, you know, an iPad, when you take it away from them, the way their brain comes down off of that high of being on the electronic is very similar to how someone who's using drugs comes down off of their high of using drugs. It's a very similar sort of um, reaction in the brain. And I couldn't be more, you know, that couldn't be more true. I see it in myself. I see it in my children when they use technology. And yeah, I'm really feeling um, not so great about it. So um, what do you do? Do we, do we take, make screen-free days? That's something I've done in the past, which has been really good. Um, do we just make a point of you know, putting strict limits on how much time we use with our screens? Maybe that's the answer. And funny enough, Last week, I put it out there on social media. What do you do to stop yourself from aimlessly scrolling? So a couple of photographer friends popped in to say that they like to edit, which is nice. Uh, I like to edit photos too, but it still is in front of a screen. Uh, You might not be scrolling through social media, but it is still interacting with a screen. Uh, Another person said baking, which yes, I agree. And uh, reading and doing some sort of handwork like crocheting. So I thought I'd pop in and I thought I would give some of my favorite things that I like to do that help me um, to distract myself from scrolling and so a few of the things I have started to do recently in the last few weeks when I'm feeling that I am spending too much time on social media are uh, one puzzles so for Christmas I got our family a large puzzle well large to us it was 250 pieces which is pretty big for my kids my kids are 10 8 and 4 And this was something we put out on our coffee table in our living room and we all worked away on it for a few days. And it was nice because I felt any time I started to just wanna distract myself with my phone, I decided to distract myself with the puzzle. And I found that um, my kids would come over and see me working on it and they would sort of decide, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna sit here for a little bit and do that. Um, And my husband actually got into it also. So it's kind of a nice, calming, um, mindless activity where you don't really have to give too much thought to it. But I think it's also nice because it's interactive and other people can join in and it can just sort of stay out there so you don't have to do it all at once. Yeah, so I really like that. And the next little thing is a project or a hobby. And so I definitely am um, a painter, and I used to have always like a painting going on um, and keep my art supplies close by. But over the last year, I've developed um, some pretty bad carpal tunnel syndrome in my hand, in my dominant um, art artist's hand, and I'm having a really hard time with painting. So, And same goes for any kind of sewing or things like that. So what I've decided to do was um, work on my childhood dollhouse, which has been sitting in my basement for a few years and it was and is sort of in pretty bad rough shape. So um, I started by painting the exterior and yes, it is using my hands and my, my hands do get numb while I'm painting, it's less meticulous than sitting down and doing a small painting so um, my daughter and i are working on my childhood dollhouse and it will be hers and we're sort of slowly plugging away at it Um, it's a nice it's a nice project for us because we're starting to imagine what the rooms will look like and right now we're just sort of sitting together and spending you know uh, 15 minutes here 15 minutes there painting it so that's a nice little hobby to have and I love I love hobbies I love that type of thing um, another hobby that um, my children and I do would be baking my littlest who is four loves to make sort of simple things like muffins with me we often um whip up a batch of muffins and he really really likes to help with that and my older son likes to do things that are a little bit more um, involved like we make cinnamon rolls together or last week we decided to try making homemade beaver tails together and um, beaver tails are a, a traditional ottawa where my hometown I'm from originally from Ottawa Ontario they are a traditional Ottawa treat so it's like a yeast dough that is deep-fried into a skinny um, long oval hence the name beaver tail shape and then um, the the flavor or the toppings that we like the best are cinnamon and sugar with um, lemon fresh lemon squeezed on it and yeah so my son loves he loves to eat baking um, and i have encouraged him to try and make what he likes instead of buying it because homemade always tastes so much better so we have a lot of fun baking and my daughter loves uh, making cookies too so her favorite thing is chocolate chip cookies really doesn't take long to whip up a batch And it's just a fun thing where we can spend a bit of time together in the kitchen making stuff. A few other things I love to do that help me um, from scrolling would be listening to podcasts, which I've mentioned in the past. If I'm sort of feeling restless or like I want to go on social media, sometimes I'll find a podcast and get myself busy doing something else, like cleaning the house. And I can find that um, a few hours go by where I'm being productive, but I'm also taking something in. So that's good. And also, of course, finally um, getting outside in nature going for a walk I always um, take I always take my earbuds out so I'll usually start when I do a longer walk like a hike I will usually start off by listening to some music or a podcast as I'm walking through my neighborhood but when I get down into the woods I take my earphones out and I deliberately put my phone away in my pocket um, and I just let myself and let my mind go where it needs to go distraction-free. I also do that because where we live in the woods there aren't many dangerous animals but there have been um, coyote sightings so I like to be sort of aware of my surroundings and yeah but mostly I just want to be when I'm in the woods um, very very present with my own thoughts and present with my surroundings. So my walks, hikes are distraction-free, always. um, But I do bring a phone in case I run into some kind of a danger. It's important to be able to call somebody um, and people should know that you're heading out into the woods. Just wanted to put that out there. Uh, Really important. So I would say those are some of my tips on how I stop scrolling. I would love to hear from anybody else who has ideas on what to do um, to help you stop scrolling. If you ever wanna drop me a note or you wanna contact me, you can find me at Johanna Rosalyn on Instagram. That's my photography page. And yeah, I'd love to hear any um, comments or ideas. So, thanks so much for listening today. I hope that some of my ideas might have helped you. And I'm always up for hearing about new ideas, too. Take good care. Hang in there while while January seems to trudge on. Um, The sun is coming back, I've noticed. And soon we will be into February and onwards. So enjoy those uh, last few days of the month. Take care. Bye-bye.